Welcome to CUCC's Sermons for Everyone. No matter who you are or where you find yourself on life's journey, we're glad you've tuned in, and we hope you find meaning in this week's sermon. It seems like every year as we get closer to Christmas Eve and as I once again spend time with the story of Jesus' birth, I get a little stuck. And I think part of it is because I want to come up with something catchy to say. I want to bring something novel to this moment. But it's the same story as last year, if you haven't noticed. (laughs) Right? There's no surprises here, folks. There's no way to, to bury the punchline. It's, it's the same manger, the same shepherds, the same old heavenly host singing Alleluia. For 2,022 years, we've been reading the same thing over and over. And that right there caused me to think, right, my goodness, it, it really has been 2,022 years. Friends, regardless of what you believe about this moment or this story, take a second and, and ponder with me the reality that the entire world's calendar revolves around something that happened 2,022 years ago. Thousands of years of human history and progression became categorized simply as B.C., before Christ. And then as if time itself began anew with the birth of Jesus, we entered A.D., Anno Domini. It's a Latin phrase that simply means the year of the Lord. And so here we are on a freezing December night in the 2022nd year of the Lord, gathering together to remember and recall a a moment in human history that, that literally changed everything. And when you put it that way, maybe I don't need a great punchline. Right? Maybe we don't need to search for novelty tonight. Maybe the story can speak for itself. And so we begin with Mary and Joseph, a complex couple carrying a mixed bag of emotions as they travel to Bethlehem to register for Roman taxation. Can you picture Mary? I always seem to picture her sitting side saddle on a, on a donkey as they, as they travel through the wilderness. Nine months ago, Mary was visited by an angel who said that she would give birth to a son and that she should name him Jesus. This angel said that the Holy Spirit would make it all come to pass and that her son would be known as the Son of the Most High, the Son of God. From that point on, Mary carried this child of promise within her. We read that that there were moments where she felt blessed among women, moments when she sang aloud, let her her soul sing and, and magnify the Lord. We also read that there are moments where she felt greatly troubled. She's only human. It's a lot to wrap your mind around. She told the angel, I am God's servant. Let it be as you have said. But you know there must have been other moments where she wondered what she had signed up for. 
She wondered how her parents would take the news, how Joseph would take the news. And then there's Joseph. How would he take the news? We read that on the one hand, he didn't want to expose Mary to public disgrace, but on the other hand, he had no intentions of sticking around. And so he made plans to to divorce his pregnant fiance quietly. That's a painfully complex moment. Pride, anger, loss, confusion. He's only human. It's a lot for him to wrap his mind around. And into all of those emotions, an angel appeared to him in a dream and explained that the the Holy Spirit was behind this miraculous conception and that this this child was going to save people, was going to rescue people, that this child was going to be known as Emmanuel, which means God with us. and, And then Joseph woke up. He woke up from his dream and we read that he set his mind to to take Mary home as his wife. Friends, this is a loaded story. Before we ever get to Bethlehem, there's real human drama. Nine months of immense joy and an anxious wondering. Nine months preparing for a baby and contemplating divorce. These are real people, real emotions. They're experiencing all of the ups and downs of, of being human. And while that's going on, it's like we get transported to a, a parallel story. Right, we get invited to, uh, to, to watch these shepherds who are keeping watch of their flock by night. And what that means is that they got the night shift and they're on the lookout for predators it's dark, their flock, their entire livelihood is huddled together and asleep and they're prepared to scare off wolves, even lions if it came down to it. It's quiet, like really quiet as they stay awake listening for something that might be sneaking up on them. And then out of nowhere, out of nowhere appears an angel and the glory of God lights up the sky. The shepherds were prepared for predators, but this scene has, has them terrified. And then the angel speaks, don't be afraid. I bring good news of great joy that on this day in the town of David, a, a savior has been born, the Messiah, the Lord. And then a great company of the heavenly hosts appear with the angel praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and and on earth, peace to those on whom God's favor rests. It's a big moment. You can imagine how fast the shepherds' hearts must be beating as as they take off in search of this baby. Gonna figure out what's happening in Bethlehem. It's a huge moment. And while that's taking place, we have Herod the Great, who's getting more and more paranoid. The history books tell us that that he was a tyrant and, and delusional. He became obsessed with the thought that someone might take his throne and expose him as a weak king. And so he's plotting, scheming. He's losing his mind. 
And then we have magi or, or wise men traveling from the east looking for something. They don't seem to know what it is they're looking for, but they're looking, they're longing, they're, they're searching the sky for something that might bring some purpose and meaning to life. And, and it was into all of that, into all of the ups and downs, the surprise pregnancies and rocky marriages, the, the mountaintop moments, the mental health concerns. It's, it's into the looking and longing and searching for meaning and purpose that a baby was born. And friends, that's, that's the thing today. That's the game-changing, calendar-altering news of Christmas. That despite knowing how amazingly beautiful and yet dreadfully gut-wrenching the human experience can be, God still chose to join us. And not just join us from a distance either. God became one of us. And in doing so, now God knows what it's like to be you. Like Mary and Joseph, like the the shepherds and wise men, our lives are a mixed bag of, of emotions and experiences. The past 12 months have, have surely produced a highlight reel of memories. Family vacations, weddings, births, engagements, right, baptisms. There have, been, there have been some amazing moments this year. And there have also been challenges painful losses, strained relationships, expensive mistakes, disappointing outcomes. It's the ups and downs, a twist turn all around, fully exposed and and sometimes frightening ride of life. Being human can be so wonderful and, and so full of wonder and suffering and delight and anxiety and joy and pain and purpose and emptiness, it's, it's all part of it. It's all part of being human. And so for the last 2,022 years, humans have been gathering in little house churches and grand cathedrals to celebrate that, that none of our stuff, none of our crazy human stuff is too messy for God. It doesn't matter whether this is the best Christmas you can remember or whether you're struggling to see your way through it. It doesn't matter whether you're still trying to find yourself or still trying to figure out how to love the self that you're finding. It doesn't matter who you are or where you find yourself on life's journey. God became human. And in doing so, God chose to join you in being you. That's the gift of love. That's the power of Christmas. A God who fully knows us and showed up anyways. It's a story of love. It's a story of a God who is love. It's a story of God who came to be with us out of love. And I can't wait to read it again with you next year. Amen.
gracious God of Christmas, with joy and thanksgiving, we gather as your people to let your light shine. In the excitement of this night, quiet our hearts. In all the trials of this year, soothe our soul that we may know the peace and fullness of this holy moment, this thin and sacred space. Shine, O light, in the darkness of our world. Sing, O angels, in the stillness of our hearts. Fill us with the light of life. Jesus, our Emmanuel. Amen. Amen.